0: welcome to another week of the fiber coven podcast we're so happy to be here with you be with each other and talk with you guys about some yarny stuff and a little dash of witchy stuff we usually kick it off with some news and uh i think we both have a little piece of news for this mm-hmm. week so oh i didn't introduce myself i'm lauren from valkyrie
1: fibers and uh, a little bit oh oh i'm emily from kitty with a cupcake Hooray! what's your news
0: um some of my yarn is going to be featured in the sierra nevada yarn crawl so if you are on the west coast or want to come visit the beautiful sierra nevadas come check out a bunch of cool shops sierra nevada yarn crawl some of my things will be featured at knits and Nats tahoe and they're pretty so you should check Mm -hmm. them out Mm -hmm. but so far they are secret so stay tuned for more info Mm -hmm.
1: uh and i have an event coming up on september 3rd It is the Witches Ball hosted by Raven's Roost Boutique here in Louisville. Tickets are on sale now. You can find that on the uh, events link at the bottom of my website in the footer uh, if you want to find out what tickets are for that there's going to be vendors there's going to be a big group ritual um, there's going to be assorted entertainments like some fire dancers and belly dancers and like all sorts of stuff going on so it should be a fun time it's at night Uh, people are going to dress up so come visit me also it's my birthday weekend
0: Hey, so exciting so that is on september 9th which is ball in louisville uh, i realized 3rd, september third oh, mm-hmm. september 9th is my partner's birthday which is why i said that automatically september third mm-hmm. <laughs> um and just to throw more confusing dates i realized i forgot to say the dates for the sierra nevada yarn crawl which is september 15th through 18th september is so exciting it is your your birthday my partner's birthday and we have these events mm-hmm. september is going to be a hoot yes yay Okay, so for
1: finished objects, did you finish anything this week? I did. (gasps) I know. You're astonished. It's this yarn. What? Oh, yay. I spun a yarn. Yes.
0: Ooh, it's good. It's like a blue-toned gray, and there's little bits of bunny fluff in there that
1: contrast. Mm -hmm. So I haven't finished a spun yarn in three years, I think. I started spinning this for kind of for my job. I was writing about it on their blog uh in 2020 and never finished it. It's been on my wheel. This is a from a bats that I blended of Malabrigo Nube, Dyed Merino, and uh Oswald, my rabbit's uh fur. Um, and she's a French Angora. And I'm not sure what the percentage is because I just kind of like made a bat on a drum carter. But yeah, Malabrigo is is such a pain to spin. It's so pretty. Very
0: compacted. But it's so
1: compacted, even though I did a lot to it to like try and that's why I turned it into a bat was to try and make it fluffier. But even like it looked like a nice fluffy bat, but it was still like so sticky and like you really had to pull it to like pre-draft the fibers so it's very pretty though I'm happy with how it turned out it looks very like ocean-y that was kind of what I was going for adding Mm -hmm. the gray and white bunny fluff and it's very soft it's like a sport weight Mm -hmm. uh which is what I was going for and it could be more consistent but considering that like I hadn't spun in three years and like if you Let's want just...
0: consistent, you should just buy commercially spun yarn.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, I'm very happy that this is done. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to get back to spinning. I'm trying to pick up some of my non productive hobbies again now that I don't have uh, a job, some hobbies that are just for fun and don't make me money. Uh, so, oh, it's good. It is always good. So, very happy that I finished this yarn. I have picked out what I'm going to spin next, which is this loop
0: Ooh. fiber
1: studio bump that I bought at Rhinebeck in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and this creates, you pull from it is the a scent,
0: neon rainbow.
1: Yeah, it's a neon rainbow. It starts like kind of electric purple through pinks to orange to yellow. And then the outside is a um, turquoise, a bright turquoise. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a 70s rain, mm-hmm. very bright neon rainbow. And uh, it's a you center pole from the mm-hmm. middle of the bump and it creates a self-striping yarn. Uh, so I'm going to... Is this. it fade? Does it fade or
0: is it more stripy?
1: I think it is going to fade a little bit. We'll see. I haven't used and one of these before.
0: Is your strategy going to be to chain ply? Indeed. Mm-hmm, to preserve that color the way... It's organized, and how much fiber is it?
1: It's five point one ounces. Oh, happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I don't know what it'll be. I just this has been in my stash and has been pretty, so I want to do that, and I don't want to. I I've been wanting to do a chain ply thing, so I'm gonna do a little chain mm-hmm. ply action on this. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Do you finish anything else? No.
0: I finished a couple things since. Nice. I had all this time to myself to craft. I finished this bralette here.
1: I see that.
0: Yeah. So I've been for my vanilla projects all summer. I've been taking a break from socks and doing bralettes, the uh, Ripple bralette by Jessie May Designs, and I love them. I've made a bunch. I have been making them from these sock sets that I got from Big Little Yarn Co. In the Ghibli inspired stuff, and this one is Merry Go Round Life, just inspired by Howl's Moving Castle. I, ha- I did the modification where I didn't separate for the little cups in the middle, and I just kept decreasing on the sides, and I made a straight halter neck, and I did cross-back straps, and I'm very happy with it. It's cute. Yeah. I'm going to throw pictures of my titties on the gram soon. Do it up. Um, and I also finished a crochet project. It's so big. I finished my huge bucket bag. It is... I guess a bucket bag is something different. <gasps> it's this, a box um, bag. It's a box bag. I took, I've sh- been spewing this one all over Instagram. I took one of those plastic zippered bags that linens are packaged in, and I picked up live stitches along the edge of the zipper and crocheted all around it in mosaic crochet in Knit Picks palette, uh, which I had a huge stash of, uh, which I worked down pretty good with this project uh and this one actually already sold but I have a smaller one floating around uh, if you wanted and then there's also a tutorial on how to pick up the stitches that we have for Patreon members but if you're not a Patreon member I'm happy to direct you to where I saw on YouTube how to do this but yeah so I'm thinking since I've been really enjoying making things and putting but I have too many things I want to keep putting them up for sale in my Etsy shop and um Donating that money to various leftist causes that I like. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm really stoked that this big one already sold. I'm so happy that it's going to be going off to uh, its new home. And uh, yeah, if you want a little one that'll be perfect for a small project or just even for notions uh, or traveling, there's one in my outside shop.
1: Nice.
0: Yeah. And that's what I finished. Cute. So what did you knit on while you were traveling?
1: I knit on the Mount Pleasant top that I am making for you awesome. I am
0: not gonna lie when you said you finished something I thought it was that it was exciting no, it wasn't <laughs> that
1: I didn't have that much knitting time uh because I ended up doing the wholesale part of Urban Craft Uprising kind of at the last mm-hmm. minute so I my mm-hmm. vacation was shortened by two days um mm-hmm. and we did a lot of exploring in the time we had that wasn't the show so Less knitting got done. And the, the uh, retail show was very busy. I did no knitting at the retail show. So, That's but great. I have the whole front part done. So this mm-hmm. is the front. Um, You just knit flat uh, and mm-hmm. then you put it on waist yarn before you do the shaping. And I have moved the needle to the back. So now I'm working the back flat and uh, then you do the shaping and join them for the shoulders. Uh, Cause it's a bottom up sweat-up project, but yeah, so that is going well. I am going to bring it with me on my next trip that I'm taking next week. So I think, I think it's going to, things are looking good. You'll definitely have it to wear for Rhinebeck I'd say, but probably good. sooner than that.
0: You're being such a jet setter.
1: Yes. I'm, I'm traveling all over the place.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, You've been working
1: on anything else or pretty much just that? pretty much just that stuff. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I've been working on a couple of things. I cast on the sister bralette to the one I am wearing for my friend. Um, and I'm actually just now casting off for oh, did you uh, do the contrast bottom too. Yes. So I oh. did a contrast bottom for this one. I decided to switch it up. So this was the mini that came paired in the sock set for the merry go round life color. And I put a square in my, uh, scrappy mitered square blanket and then i just knit until i was all out for a nice good one by one ribbing bottom my friend and i both prefer like a, a nice long stretch of ribbing underneath So that way our little boobies don't fall out and then just the regular ribbing here i've got this really cute progress oh, keeper since that? His- yeah <laughs> but you i figured the wand was good for a howl's moving castle themed for sure project for sure just perfect. So I've been doing this for my vanilla project, really digging it. They're really good vanilla projects, but now I have to have a little non-vanilla time so that I can get things where it's setting up. So I'm working the cups. And then I also dug out an old project that was in deep hibernation. Oh, I saw this on Instagram. I was very impressed to see it. Yes. I dug out my avatar design so basically i came up with some oh, so little, big some little charts uh yeah i came up with some charts kind of inspired by things in the avatar cartoon we're talking about avatar the last airbender to be specific not the other one not the blue people <laughs> one no emily taught me to do my color work inside out for tension reasons so what i'm working on here is inside out and because it's very long i'm turned it into like a little inside out slug so I've got some right side showing I'm having a lot of fun just playing with the color work I'm actually thinking I'm almost done because you can doubled up now I want it to wrap around twice which I think I'm nearly there and I can't believe I put down this project with so little left to go yeah you're so close mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a really good wrapped around twice cowl it's going to be super duper cozy because I made it huge Mm -hmm. i'm gonna have lots of leftover yarn so i think i want to make some sample headbands that are the same concept which is a tube with a 180 degree twist and make a headband with it and so basically just publish the charts along with a very rough pattern cool for how to make a cowl or a headband Mm -hmm. nice i'm just having a ton of fun and doing this while i listen to podcasts i like it a lie. I've only been listening to one podcast.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. but
0: lots of that one, <laughs> but lots of it. There's so much. It's behind the bastards. If anybody was curious, Uh yeah. So I'm, I'm really just enjoying all the color interplay. Oh, it's good. Can't believe I put it down. Mm-hmm. That's what I've been working on. Nice. Wow. Well, you said you acquired some things.
1: Yeah. In Seattle, <laughs> show them to me. I bought a lot of stuff in Seattle. I have my whole really cart here <gasps> that's full of stuff. Oh, my gosh. Um, you can see it just slightly off screen as she wheels it over to show
0: us all of her various treasures. Pulling out a giant tote bag. I'm scared. Uh- <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh I will try. I'm gonna try and go in order of when I bought stuff so that it kind of makes sense to me. So the first day we were in Seattle, um, we were staying in the Ballard neighborhood, which has lots of like cute little shops and things. And there is a yarn store there called the Tea Cozy. This mm-hmm. is their logo, which is a little yarn ball teapot, which is cute. It was a very nice yarn store. I got this skein of uh, Sugar Plum Circus, which is a local um, dyer there in Midnight Madonna, and it's Erin weight, and it was in the clearance room, I think, because it's Erin mm-hmm. weight, and it's the summer, so it was $10 for a hand-dyed local skein, so I was like, I will take that purple hand-dyed local skein. Mm-hmm. So I got that, and then I also got a sweater quantity Of the Hedgehog Fibers Tweety. Ooh. Because I hadn't seen it in person yet. And I had been very interested in it. So this is a DK weights yarn that Hedgehog Fibers is making. And it's 50% Falkland Merino wool. And Mm -hmm. uh, 37.5% recycled wool. And 12.5% Hedgehog Fibers thread waste. And that's what the little neppies are. Is like the thread waste and you can actually send like ends to them and they like use it in this yarn. So it makes for like a neat little recycled tweed situation. Awesome. Yeah. So I am going to make a DK sweater out of this. Nice. How many did you get? I got five because I think I'm going to do, I think I'm going to design something. We'll see if I end up using someone else's pattern, (gasps) but I would like to design something and I would like it to be a cropped cardigan thing
0: what I have a similar thing I wanted and maybe I shall test that for you mm-hmm. because oh yeah I got you a- want that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got a sample of yarn from wonderful Kevin member who does Rapunzel fiber arts this little sample blend which is a similar idea similar thing mm-hmm. little scraps and neps, but this would be a fiber that I'd have to spin up yes. I'm down. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about ordering a sweater quantity from
1: you were dear friend there last time we recorded. Yes. So, yeah, I got 5 skeins of this. I think that that should be enough to do uh, full sleeves if I do it like crop so cuz I want a cropped I keep wanting a crop sweater that I can wear like with my skirts and stuff that I wear cuz like longer ones mm-hmm. get rid of like the waist that's created by So my you're skirts. thinking
0: cropped long sleeve cardigan? mm mm-hmm. Mhm.
1: That's true.
0: I do find myself wearing more cropped things with my high waisted skirts and leggings or long things Mm -hmm. with the same.
1: Yes. So these are my plans. I was thinking maybe some very light cables, details, maybe just on the edges. We'll see. We'll see what I do. But yeah.
0: I look forward to it.
1: A thing I got. Eat. Well, continue the parade of items. The parade of items. Oh, that day I also got. This is one of the pins I got from a store there. It's from mm-hmm. Little Women Goods Feminist Gift Shop, and it's nice. boobies. Nice. It's a little lady body, uh, with B wings and B stripes, and there's some some titties on there. So nice. That is fun. And then, what else did I do? Oh, that day I also went to um, Push Pull Art Shop, which is a art supply store and an art shop. They like display artist's works in addition to having art supplies there. And I got this nice sketchbook that is in this fun peachy Ooh. color and it opens um, tall ways, Nice. Which is nice. It's from Talon's Art Creation. And they had something exciting that I ran across there, which is they had a whole display of beam paints, um, Mm -hmm. which is the indigenous uh, handmade paint company that I really like. And I've never seen their stuff in person in a store. So I was excited. So I got myself some paint stones, um, which are Mm -hmm. their little individual paints. And if you you can like kind of like wrap them up to create a palette. But these are some that aren't in my little mini birch palette that I got. Um, So I got Solish Sea. I got Timberwolf Gray. Very Pacific Northwest. It's yeah, it's Payne's Gray, but it's like Pacific Northwest themed. Uh, This company is based in Canada. Um, Mm -hmm. I got this Beach Rose Pinky. Oh, I just got graphic because I don't have black. And then Mm -hmm. this is a Copper. Um, pigment that Ooh. is shiny. And I thought that might be fun because I'm making all of my pins with the uh, rose gold copper colored metal. Nice. Um, and then I did the uh, wholesale show, the handmade gift show, run by Urban Craft Uprising. I met lots of awesome artists there. I met this candle There's maker so luminary labs um who made witchy candles she gave me this saturn candle that is cypress juniper and eucalyptus um she had really fun witchy themed candles she has a mother crone I can't i think of the third one because i'm putting a candle. thank you thank you uh she has that as a set um which is really nice uh and lots of different like moons and planet themed candles um i also met um mandy of shishido creative who was right across the way from me and was another enamel pin maker and i got this pink tanuki pin oh he's pink he's got balls cuz he's a tanuki he does have balls mm-hmm. very cute um so i like that and um- And then at the retail show, she had a Bandai Gashapon machine that was full of pins. Um, Mm -hmm. So I got this little guy. I'm not sure what he's from, but I'm thinking he's from an anime or something. And I got a calcifer. (gasps) Calcifer! making the bacon. Oh, sweet
0: calcifer. I just watched that the other day.
1: So good. Yes. So that is... Stuff. I got the wholesale show I also got this pin from Creakle crow Studio who is another witchy pin maker and they have really cool acrylic and glow in the dark keychains and stuff and some like light up acrylic signs like a little like desk light up sign guy mm-hmm. um, and this is a pin that says stir some shit up and has a cauldron nice on it. uh so yes those are my new pin friends and then we went to... Pike Place Market. I got this necklace which is by Nature's Twist and it's like an agate slice that has been cut into like kind of mountain shapes but the bottom is like still the raw agate which is cool and it's on this copper setting and it's got a little moonstone being the moon which is cool. I really liked it. Um, Very nice. I like it too. Thank you. More stuff from the show. This is a bunch of cards from uh, Graphic Anthology, who was my next door neighbor at the retail show and makes really awesome cards. Um, She also makes cards that are in Spanish, too, um, which is neat. But I just, Chad picked out just a huge sampling of her cards to get. This is Happy Birthday from the Girls with the Chickens on it. Nice. Which is exciting. So many birthday cards. We just got a little whole card hoard here. There's Halloween, like witchy birthday themed cards. So I will not, I'm not showing you some of them specifically. (laughs) Excellent. (laughs) Sorry, digging through my pile. Also at the show. Oh my gosh,
0: I'm um, running out of space to write these notes down.
1: I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> this is a presence that I got for Kiana's birthday. And she listens to this podcast, but I can say this because her birthday party's this weekend. So she will have this mm-hmm. by the time this comes out. And it's from Mrs. Robinson's Affair. And she had just really nice, simple crystal jewelry. This is a little like swoopy triangle slice of mm-hmm. uh, malachite that's... Just looks really nice. So I got that. I got a small necklace from her for myself, which is in this bag. And it's this little chocolate moonstone that has really nice flashing and inclusions in it. Nice. I got this pin at the show from It's Kathy Blue. And it's a happy egg tart dim sum. Nice. Pin. So you go on pin wall. This is a thing that we got at the show for the house. It is kind of wrapped up. So, I'm trying to extract it now. Extract it's the goods. Breakable.
0: Struggle. I there's see a chain.
1: There's a chain involved. There for your go. dungeon? For my dungeon. No.
0: No. Uh, oh, nice. Yeah.
1: It's a little stained glass with some leaves and this little slice of crystal that's got some dyes on it. Mm -hmm. And it's from Glassy Rock Arts. Yep. So picked that out for the house. Go back in here. So also from Pike Place, (laughs) there is a cool shop uh, called Marnin Sailor. And they make handmade toys. And I really like handmade toys, as Lauren knows, having been in my house. So they have a whole storefront in Pike Place Market. And they used to just, like, sell as, like, Sellers there at a little table, but now they have their own storefront and it's very cute and very pink and very nice. And I got myself one of their donut cats. Very good. So, this is a handmade donut cat plush and they're in a little pastry case. And you can pick them up with pastry tongs and put them into a little pastry bag. It's very cute. That is terribly cute. It's too cute. I can't handle it. Uh, so, I got that. They had a vinyl toy that they have made um i love vinyl toys so i got the company cat vinyl toy which is another donut cat and i got the strawberry one he's cute i think he might live at the studio because i don't have enough toys at the studio yet
0: (laughs) it's true you only have squishable toys
1: yes what else did I get from them? I got a pin from them because they were super nice and let me trade one of my pins for their honey bun pin. Nice. And I got Donut Cat stickers for me and my sister. I got this Donut Cat patch for my jacket. and putting patches on. And finally from them, I got their really cute sweatshirt. Ooh! wow. You went nuts. I did go nuts in there. I, I don't feel bad about it. That was like one of the places that I was like, I really want to go here because it's awesome. Uh, Mm -hmm. So it has a little donut cat on the front pocket part. And then on the back, it has a little isometric version of the store, which is cute. Very
0: cute. It looks really cozy, too.
1: Yeah, I think it might be a sweatshirt that I leave here at the studio for when I'm Mm -hmm. chilling. Then it won't get cat hair on it. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think I'm nearing the end of the pile. I'm sorry. This is yarn. That we found at Pike Place. Mm-hmm. It's a vendor who's regularly at Pike Place. It's MJ Yarns. Chad got this super bright yellow um, mm-hmm. called NACL that he wanted that to knit his Chad hats in. And huh. I got this uh, kind of cranberry uh, one called Carondum.
0: Oh, those are all rock-ish. Yeah. NACL is salt. They were
1: very like, natural-inspired colors um mm-hmm. yes uh so that i think i will be weaving a gift scarf out of what weights are those chad's is i think Aaron weight and mine is worsted weight um nice okay last place to talk about <laughs> um so in the international district where we got delicious dim sum there is a kino kunia uh bookstore mm-hmm. So it's the same one I took you to in San Francisco. Yeah, they have a location in New York too. They are, you know, the Japanese bookstore that's in the United States. So I bought some mm-hmm. stuff there. They have a whole big stationery section, and they, it's actually more like the one in New York. It's more of a bookstore. Mm-hmm. But I got some books there. I got this perfect palette for graphic designers and illustrators book, mm-hmm. which is by. Sarah Kaldas which it's like different palettes that artists have put together organized by color it gives like the uh, CYMK and RGB codes for the palettes so I thought that this was just a super interesting book it gives some cultural differences for different colors from different places around the world which is neat so that is a cool book and then I also got this Japanese Stitches book which is just a Stitch Dictionary, so. nice. which is mostly the only kind of knitting book that I buy now. Stitch Dictionary or like a pattern construction book. Those are the only ones that I do pretty much. I got a little Narwhal friend
0: mm-hmm.
1: for me and my sister. Chad picked up this Studio Jeeply crystal puzzle with different GG scenes E-G. in it. We have the Totoro one of these puzzles too. Okay, I think this is the last thing. I got this cat pencil case. Oh my goodness! It's so freaking cute. It's it is uh, silicone, so it's collecting my actual cat hairs on it, but that's okay. It's worth it. And it, you can like pop it down, and it stands up like a pen cup. Nice on a table, which is really nice. So I got this to use as a pencil cup. I got some pens. This is a. Zebra midliner, like mm-hmm. pastel pink highlighter. I got this pencil that I've never seen before. Um, It's a Tombow pencil. Huh. It's called Monograph. It has like a weight in it. Yeah. It has like the twisty-uppy kind of eraser. And it has a really nice lead locking uh, mechanism. So this is super nice. I had never seen this type of pen before. And I got random lip Pens because I like those. This peach mm-hmm. one. And I think that those are all of my purchases.
0: Wow. That was so I, much. I told you. It's good. When we're done, I'm going to show you the like notes I took and how much it is. It's great. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm sorry for my transgressions.
0: No, it's not a transgression. You traded yourself on a trip and you got treasures. Mm-hmm. Fun. Yes. Awesome, so we can talk about a cult Corner now, which will probably be pretty quick, because the internet did not yield us much
1: stuff. Oh, so we're talking about Obsidian this week, um, in mm-hmm. our ongoing crystal journey, and- I have one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I I have one, too, but I forgot to bring it with me. I have a little- at this
0: when I was yeah. in Louisville with you. You did. Yeah, just a little beveled, swirly guy. Mm-hmm. We haven't talked about any black rocks yet. This is our first black rock.
1: Yeah. And because it's black, it has witchy ideas of like protection and banishment of negative energy because those are kind of what the the meanings are for the color black generally. It does have some meanings based off of the use of like the historical use of obsidian. Um, so obsidian can be really, really sharp. And it it's common to find arrowheads uh, and like spearheads and that kind of thing that were carved from obsidian. And because of that, like sharpness and cutting idea, it can you can use obsidian in witchcraft for like cutting something negative from your life. Like if you're looking to move past a toxic person or do a cord cutting ritual, you can use some obsidian to be a representation for that obsidian also was used for mirrors historically so you can use like a glass an obsidian mirror for like scrying if you want it's common for use in shadow work because of course it is it's black (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah it can also be like a shield against negativity it's cleansing away negative stuff those are kind of all the Mm -hmm. general witchy meanings for it
0: yeah, I think it's neat that it is a naturally occurring glass. Yeah. Which happens, you know, from lava, which is neat. And so I saw also that it has both of those uh correlated like symbolisms with both the earth and with the fire elements because it it comes from both earth and fire being a volcanic glass. I just think it's neat that people have been making tools with obsidian since the Neolithic era.
1: Yeah. It's
0: really so scary. the Aztecs do seem to be the best at it. They have the most diversity of different items made from obsidian that I saw in my Googling of it. Yeah. 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 It's cool. It's a rock. It's black. It does black things.
1: Yeah. And it forms from specifically quickly cooling lava which Mm -hmm. is kind of neat just yeah i saw something about how it has
0: a high silica content therefore it increases the viscosity of the lava which inhibits crystal nucleation which is why it becomes the glass instead of a crystal Mm
1: -hmm. but it can have inclusions of some crystal forms in it like snowflake obsidian is really cool looking and that is like peppered with little white crystal formations it's very cool I didn't know there was brown obsidian,
0: which is something I, I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would imagine that just has other things in the lava and it makes it sort of like they call it what, mahogany obsidian. Yeah,
1: that sounds it's more very... fancy than brown obsidian. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: And I also saw there was rainbow obsidian. So it like it kind of has a sheen like an oil slick on it that makes it colorful.
1: I actually have one of those. Nice. Mm hmm. And it's definitely something
0: within the properties of the obsidian itself. It's not like a coating or anything.
1: Yeah, yeah. Even it's, though. it's very like the piece of it I have. It's, it's interesting. It like looks like the rainbow sheen part is like kind of below the surface. It looks different than like if you see like an aura quartz, that's a quartz that has like a coating on it that is giving it that oil slick property. But the rainbow obsidian, you can kind of tell that it's like internal and like below the surface.
0: Nice. mm mm-hmm fun brief discussion of obsidian lots of correlations with both black as far as color symbolism and then the fact it comes from lava which is super cool so cool the earth so wow glass not a rock glass Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. very neat sweet i guess that's about it for us we just had a little bit of promo we wanted to uh before we take off we wanted to hype up the advent halloween do Schmealy bobs we've got going on tell us more
1: treat advents the pre-order is up on my website i have everything in hand it arrived while i was traveling so everything is here so the number that is up on the website is the number that we're going to have so it can sell out at this point so if you want one maybe get it now lauren has been dyeing up mini skeins for the sock sets choose yeah. an add-on you don't yes. have to get it yes so the base advent calendar is 12 little hard enamel charms they're all inspired by different halloween stuff nostalgic kind of fun halloweeny things
0: and they're on a lobster claw, so they can be progress keepers.
1: Yes. Uh, you get a bracelet so that you can make a little charm bracelet of all of your charms if you want. And you also get an enamel pin. And that pin is a limited edition for this advent calendar. So I won't be selling that outside of this. Then you can also add on a bag, which is the sock size zipper bag that I make. And it is an exclusive design to the advent calendar. Uh, And Lauren is doing a color that is Halloween inspired sock set situation. It will kind of go with the colors of the bag and the charm. So you can have a whole little theme project if you'd like. Um, Mm -hmm. And that is all of the stuff. Yeah. So the sock sets are going to be a
0: surprise They're Not everybody's going to be doing, getting the same one. The main color is all going to be the same, but it's going to be kind of one of a kindy. I'm thinking something grungy, but with some colored speckles. And then the minis are all going to be a bright color, which what you get will vary. It's going to be a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And are you providing a coupon code too, for your vanilla, for your macaron collection or no, yes. was that not something?
1: I don't remember if I said I was going to do that. Yes, I think that... Yes, uh, I believe I'm going to include it so you can get the Macaron for 5 bucks. So you don't have to pay for the extra designs that have come out. It will be the introductory price for you. Very nice. And is that for everybody or just people who get the sock set? I'll probably do it for everyone because it's easier. We'll see. Mm -hmm.
0: I think it's going to be a really fun time. I've been having fun with the yarn so far and I hope people people join in our spooky season shenanigans, which there will be lots of stay tuned for more spooky season shenanigans. But in the meantime, if you're interested, go buy this yarnet or the uh, charm advent kit. Yeah. Hooray. So if you're looking to find us anywhere around the internet, just pop on over to fibercoven.com. You can find links to show notes for this. You can find links to our Patreon where we do all another podcast, which is rad as and you can obviously find links to Emily's patterns and merch and my yarn. So yeah, mm-hmm. fiber.coven.com is your direction for all of that. So until next week Kevin, keep making yarn magic. Bye bye. bye.